Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Mr. Marshall, what a pleasure to see you yet again. And uh, might I add that uh, I see a, a theme here. Yes, a theme yes, my backdrops. My background says give, gain, and grow. So nice. Oh, uh, you, you would think I was a suburban uh, house, <laughs> living room wall <laughs> with those cool words on it, you know? <laughs> laugh, love, you know, all those things. Live, laugh, love. Oh, yeah, you got to have that on every living room wall in America. <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. Um, and, and I think I know why we're doing this based on um, some things that you're a big fan of, a particular book, uh, and uh, the title of this episode, which I think you suggested an even tauter, tighter, feistier title of this episode. It's going to be Stop Asking for Referrals when we type this up. You suggested... Uh... Can you give me the name of five friends who you'd not like to be five friends with anymore? <laughs> so, <laughs> can you give me the names of five friends who you would not like to be friends with anymore? Perfect. <laughs> that Perfect. is the that is the the classic referral system. So yeah. so yeah, I, I had the opportunity to read the book, the, the Go Giver. By Bob Berg and David uh, John David Mann, uh, excellent book. Not new, uh, something that's been around a while. And, yep. and in the book, he has the five stratospheric laws of success. And uh, one of the laws of success is is give more than you take. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And uh, somebody pointed out this could even some of these laws even seem biblical in nature. Right. <laughs> so, right. So yeah, this is probably 2000 plus year old material that we're talking about here. Well, uh, and it's also a little Beatlesy, right? Because in the end, uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make, I believe, which got, that's got to be related somehow, in some sense. So definitely. Yeah, yeah. The Dalai Lama, the Beatles, the Bible. <laughs> well, now, you know, speaking of giving, we should also state that the funny title that you had for the episode, the, the five people you'd like to not be friends with anymore, uh, we have to give credit to our uh, colleague, Dr. Dan Edgar. We will link to his uh, website. We definitely need to do that. And I know uh, somebody that both of us know, Andy Buck, uh, who is a, a phenomenal recruiter and trainer of uh, dealership employees, uh, is a big fan of the Go-Giver. So we've We've all come at this material thanks to some other people, I suppose, in our lives, and and we'll just give uh, give some uh, street cred to them right now by, you know, frankly introducing both of those individuals to the uh, the fans of this show, both of them. So, yes, you know, hey, yeah. there we go. Two shout but, outs for two fans. <laughs> <laughs> the love we make is oh, equal. Yeah. No wait, okay. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, so we're, we're dogging on referrals a little bit here. Um, why not referrals? I, th I think you're hinting at it a little bit, but what, what makes a referral so, uh, so unsuccessful in this day and age? Well, I think uh, it, it started with, with permission marketing. So, okay. so Seth Godin talked about permission marketing, the death of interruption marketing. And so 
So, you know, how many people watch regular TV anymore? I think it's the same number of people that view our podcast. So, <laughs> so, so people are watching Netflix, Disney Plus. Uh, even if they watch a network television show, they don't watch it in real time. They record it, right. and then they go back and watch it and fast forward through the commercials. Yep. So, so interruption marketing, right, where we where we push our agenda on people, uh, people are they don't put up with it anymore. I do the same thing. If I'm if I'm looking at a website and there's links to stories, I will mouse over the links. If I know it's a website that has tons of pop up ads, yeah, don't forget click it. On. Yeah, I'm not going there. And so when you think about the referral, it's the same thing. It's a it's it's a, it's an interruption to the transaction. I don't really know what's in it for me. Right. And, and it's off-putting. You're, you're, you're trying to take something from me and, and use my credibility and, and spend it in a way that I may or may not be comfortable with. Right. And, and uh, that's not to say that there isn't a, a place for uh, you know, a cold introduction to somebody else. But that's uh, basically, that's, your, your argument here is that that's an interruption that in, in by and large, that that's not going to work. We have lots of examples in our day and age of people preferring texting to phone calls. I guess that's kind of a similar concept, right? That mm-hmm. um, I can do the text on my time, uh, but whoa, you're calling me now? What, you know, what do you think you're doing? You know, uh, put that guy into voicemail. Um, so, so this is, that, that's sort of the concept here is, is uh, we don't like to interrupt people. That's right. That's right. It needs to be, it needs to be, as the theme of this is, a give before it's a take. Mm, Okay. Okay. So it's an interruption, but it's an interruption from somebody who may be asking of me and not offering any value in my life. Just wanting to take is what it, what it's going to feel like. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, Mike, I have to grow my business. How in the world am I going to do this? You've got to, you got to help me here. What, what do I, what do I do instead? Well, we're not opposed to having uh, referral monsters, ambassadors, true fans, who right, whatever you want to call them. We need these people in our lives that we do business with that they're going to send us clients. Mm. And and so whatever you call them, it's not really as important as the fact that that the math works, right? When people send you people, uh, they show up already having had credibility transferred from the person referring them to right. you. And, and we've got common ground, we've got a common individual in place, the, the interaction goes a little bit smoother. So now the question becomes, how do I develop a, a, a sea of true fans, ambassadors, sneezers, influencers, whatever you want to call them in this day? <laughs> sneezers. <laughs> yes, I need sneezers, influencers, true fans, influencers, uh, yeah, ambassadors. Sneezers, it just seems too soon to 2020, but okay, go, go, for, go for sneezers. Okay. Um, well, so so it's it's not that uh, having business referred to me is the problem. It's that how I go about getting people to refer business to me becomes a a, a real loaded question. I guess is is the way I hear you saying this. So uh, so so what is the the approach that uh, the go giver and other places would recommend? Well, the first thing they recommend is that you give. Right. If I if I'm working in a in a business context, I'm meeting lots of people. So the thing that I need to do is to figure out who would be the type of person that the person I'm working with would like to meet. Mm-hmm. Right. Can I can I send business their way? And, and so if I'm if I'm working with someone and they own a restaurant, if I send them 
a few families to eat there, mm. uh, then the, the, the natural tendency is for them to send a few customers my way. Okay. So, so you know, it goes, uh, I think it might've been, might've been Zig Ziglar who said, you can have everything you want in the world if you help everybody else get what they want. Mm. And so this is just the practical application of that. So, so in the course of a conversation, one of the things that we have to do is get to know people that, to the level that we can understand who would be best served for them to meet. So um, the, the counter example to what you're talking about that proves your point. Um, it's weird. I put this on the blog this morning. Um, there's a, uh, Inc. Magazine uh, post about some Harvard research that basically says, if you want to be likable, ask questions. And um, it can't just be ask any old question, but there's got to be questions that show an interest in somebody else. And you can prove that with follow-up questions. There is a local religious organization uh, to a city near me. And I know several people who have been approached by members of this religious organization. And all of the conversations follow the exact same path. The person asks what seems like a very sincere, how are you today? How are you doing? How are things going? And the, whatever the person says as an answer, um, this member of this cult says, that's great or awesome. Hey, I'm having an event at my church and I wanted to invite you. There's, there's never actually any demonstration that they care or give a rip about you. Uh, and in fact, you can kind of tell by the time they don't ask any follow-up questions to, to, you know, probe on really what, what that means, you know, how are you doing? So I think what I hear you saying is there's got to be something uh, to this beyond just, I need referrals from you. It's, I need to figure out more about you and how I can help you. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I've noticed as I've gotten older, I have less patience. So, so mm. I've noticed if I, if I share a story with somebody and they don't acknowledge what I said and jump right into their story. I don't talk to them anymore. That's <laughs> just period. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm finding the exit strategy for this conversation. Yeah, you know, you know just give me something. Let me know that you heard me. And so, right. yeah, this is a this is an active listening thing, but more it's just a human caring thing. You yeah, know, just acknowledge yeah. what was shared. And, and then, yeah, you can, you can share something that adds to that or relates to it. Right. Um, but yeah, if it just stops dead and goes to whatever's important to them, I'm done. I'm yeah. Done. <laughs> That's a little sociopathic, right? I mean, it's just, uh, just saying just enough to uh, uh, look like you're actually caring about somebody else when you really don't. Um, so if, if, if there's some I know that I'm involved in a conversation with somebody who's actually interested in me with those follow-up questions because that's time that they're giving me. Exactly. If nothing exactly. else, they were willing to give me that time and a little bit of attention. Um, and boy, proof's in the pudding when they say, how could I help you? And then follow up and actually deliver on that by, you know, sending some business my way or, you know, you know whatever it is, mowing a lawn, I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's great. Oh yeah, no, I think it. I, I think it's absolutely right, and and you're you're right. There's a time factor here, and so one of the ways for for that people feel like their time is spent valuable is when they get to talk about themselves. 
Right. So, so you know, Bob uh, Bob Berg has a uh, has his ten feel good questions. So if you're mm. instead of the elevator pitch, right? How long have we been taught the elevator pitch? Right. You know, you approach somebody, you say hi, and then within thirty seconds, I need to explain what I do and all that. Well, here's the here's the deal. Nobody cares about your right. elevator pitch. <laughs> they don't care, right? What is it? It was uh, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt said. He said people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. The best way to demonstrate you care is to ask questions and pay attention. Yeah, uh, just like you were talking about. So, so you know, and, and if you go on, uh, I'll, we'll link to Bob Berg's ten networking questions, right? And he's got ten questions. Simple. How did you get your start in the widget business, right? What do you enjoy most about your profession? Uh, what advice would you give someone starting out in your business? So, what thing would you do if your business, if you knew you couldn't fail? Right, just those questions mm. that, that cause people to, to think and gives them the opportunity to talk about what they do. The whole time you're listening, you're trying to figure out, okay, who do I know that, that, that would be great for this person to meet? And yeah. then that leads us to, to Bob Berg's ultimate question. And he calls it the one key question that will set you apart from everyone else. Ready? Dun, 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 dun. How can I know if someone I'm speaking with is a good prospect for you. For you, my customer, or whoever it is that I'm theoretically getting referrals from. Exactly, exactly. So if I'm speaking with the landscaper and I say, how can I know if someone I'm speaking with is a good prospect for you? The landscaper is gonna say, I need somebody who's got grub worms, a really awful yard and money. <laughs> okay, if I meet somebody whose yard is infested with grub worms, it's all patchy and bare and they got money, I'm bringing your name into that yep. conversation, yep. right? So yeah, if I'm a car salesman, I need somebody with a paid off vehicle and who hates their current car. I can send you some of those people. <laughs> yeah, I know those people. Yeah, so, so tell me, what, what do, who do you need to meet? And maybe yeah. it's a knowledge thing, right? Maybe I'm trying to build connections or networking to help my, right. my nonprofit or whatever. I need to meet somebody who's got a marketing mindset. Right. I know a guy who's got a marketing mindset. So it's, yeah. it may not just be transactional. It may be service related as well. So, so I have a, uh, a relative who is one of the top realtors in the county. I think he's top three agents right, right now. Wow. And if I've heard him say it once, I've heard him say it a million times. I've got a guy who, and it, it, it doesn't matter, whatever you are talking about, he's got a guy. You know, I need roofing. I, I got a guy who's the best roofer around. And he and and he's always right. I mean, I've I've never been steered wrong by his recommendations. Um, but guess what? I've just entered. His name's Brad Warford. I've entered. I've entered the Brad Warford circle of trust. Right. Ooh, yeah. I'm a part of this network of people who are all connected. They're all trying to help each other. Um, and Brad just seems to know how to connect those people. He's also a rapidly successful real estate agent. So. I, I think I've seen this play out. Um, and, and the thing is, is he really does give, right? Like he's really brought business to a lot of people, um, helped me out. Um, and of course, I, I'm sure he has reaped benefits from it as well, just as Mr. Berg would say. So I, I've seen this play out. It really does work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How could I, you know, if, if you send, if I own a restaurant and you send me a few families, how could I not the next time you, you're, you know, I need your services or I meet somebody who needs your services. How could I not refer them? Right. Yeah. It, would, it would just, it would be, it would not be in my best interest to not take care of you 
because you took care of me. Uh, well, you, so it, I think there's a dirty little secret here. You tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you would have to actually be in community with these people. I don't mean live in the same you know, village or town or whatever, but you are somehow going to have to be in a relationship with these individuals that we're talking about, which I guess means that you're going to have to actually care. Like this, this will be a hard one to fake. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd want to not only appear sincere, <laughs> you want to actually be sincere. All right. And so you, yeah, I, I see this thing collapsing in on itself if you went at it, it with, with a lack of sincerity and with a lack of, of desire to form relationships. And so if yeah. you're just playing at a surface level, this isn't going to work. It, Is, isn't this like, I, I'm sure, you know, if I thought about this long enough, I could come up with a Bible verse or something, but I can at least go back as far as Dale Carnegie's, you know, how to win, win friends and influence people. Uh, one of the rules is uh, be genuinely interested in other people. Mm -hmm. And that's this, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. So so it also goes back to uh, a, a saying by Ben Franklin. So Ben Franklin said, you can do well by doing good. Mm. And the, the same thing, he was he, he, he contributed to, to churches all over Philadelphia. Yeah. Even though he was one religion, he, he, didn't, he didn't discriminate. He donated to a lot of them. Come to find out, you know, Ben had a printing business. The biggest consumers of print products were churches. <laughs> so, so, and Ben said, you know, I can do well by doing good. If I help out these folks, sure, then, you know, good stuff will come back to me. And so if you think about the fact that, that no one's answering their phone, if they don't know the number already, right. the, the fact that your spam email is either getting filtered out by technology or the, the, the daily ritual of deleting bulk you know, levels of, of spam emails in my account. We've figured out modern ways to avoid people who aren't yeah. in our in our circle, in our in our relationships. So, right. so this becomes uh, one of the key things that we're going to have to do uh, in order for us to to build our business, to grow our business. Yeah, I, I can only see this getting more extreme as the years go on. Factionalism and all sorts of things rearing their ugly head. The trust factor is increasingly going to become a, a, a crucial part of, of success in an organization. So great stuff. All right. We're going to link to a bunch of things. We're going to recap this bad boy, but um, thanks for introducing us to the go-giver, Mike. Great stuff. My pleasure. And there's four other stratospheric laws of success. So we just hit one. Yeah, just hit one. This was uh, one of my favorites. Uh, always resonates well when I share it with with salespeople uh, and anybody for that matter. So so take a look at it. Dive in uh, and like all this stuff, just try it once. Right. Try yeah. that question one time on one person and, and, and see where it takes you. And if you like it, second time, third time, fourth time, just keep trying it. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, happy question asking, everybody. Yes. Good luck with that. We're pretty <laughs> confident you're going to like it. And speaking of liking us, let's <laughs> our announcer. Oh, you're ironic today. Got it. Uh, yeah. I, he, I, I think he really loves us. <laughs> and there you have it. Another session of contemporaneous extemporizing from Mark and Mike. I know it's redundant, but consider who we're talking about. As always, feel free to share the ideas you heard here. No rights are reserved, no permissions needed. Thanks.
See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.